Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Women Who Make It Easy. Well, I've got an email success story from a young guy. I think he's 22, if I remember right. But he's a street musician, so he basically sits on the street and he plays his music all day. He lives out of his car, he's living his purpose and his mission in life. He's read my book eight times. So he's learned the fundamentals pretty well. Obviously, I always recommend 10 to 15 times because when we read something or we watch something or we hear something, we're only going to retain 8 to 10% of it. So you figure my book, I think it's like 260, 270 pages. You read it one time, you're looking at maybe 20, 25 pages tops that you're going to be able to commit to memory. And you got to know all the stuff. You got to understand pickup skills, dating skills, relationship skills, quality of life skills, the things that a man needs to focus on, masculine and feminine energy, sexual polarity, what creates it and what ruins it. Because if you don't know those things inside and out and it's not completely instinctive to you where you don't have to think about it, you're going to stumble and you're going to have problems. And what I like about this email is this guy actually followed the instructions that I taught. And also, he was a virgin. So he lost his virginity in his car that he happens to live out of and he, did, he didn't do anything. He just lived his life. He focused on his purpose and as a side effect of being awesome, even though he doesn't have much money, I mean he is living out of his car after all, he's able to lose his virginity and this girl is all over him. It's a, he did a beautiful job and he details step by step of what he did to seduce this girl successfully. So for those of you guys going, I don't have any money, and I live with my parents, or I have this thing, figure it out. This guy did a great job of adapting, improvising, overcoming, and compensating. He figured it out. He found a way instead of finding a way out. So I've got a quote that I wrote on this topic, and then we're going to go through his email and see what he did to apply what I teach in my book and in my videos to his personal situation had great fucking success so the quote says a man's real value and attractiveness to women is his dangerous masculinity being congruent with his purpose and mission in life and being unapologetic and proud of who he is no matter what his financial situation may be i mean it takes a lot of balls to live in your car if your passion is music and you're willing to, in essence, play music all day long in the streets just to live off of what people donate and tip you. That's dangerous. That's edgy charisma. That's dangerous masculinity. He's fearlessly pursuing what he wants in life and he's not apologizing for it and he's being a fucking man. Remember this quote from Steve McQueen. I'm talking about the late Steve McQueen, the one that passed away in 1980 who was definitely an alpha male. For those of you who haven't seen it yet, you should, you should purchase, invest in the documentary. It's titled I Am Steve McQueen and it's just been released. It's fucking outstanding. As all of his ex-wives, his widow in it, his son and all a lot of men and women from Hollywood who knew him, he was a fucking man. And his quote was, I live for myself and I answer to nobody. I live for myself and I answer to nobody. It doesn't mean you're a selfish jackass. It means you gotta make yourself happy first and that's what this particular guy is doing. 
Now, keep in mind, Steve McQueen, earlier in his life, he was an abusive jackass, and he terrorized especially his first wife. I mean, they talk about that in the documentary. But even despite that, his first two wives, who he was just, he was physically abusive to them. You could tell they really deeply care about it. Even 35 years later after he's gone, they still really love him and they really care about him. And that's interesting. Despite all that, they still really care about this guy. And he really got it. His, his, his widow, who he was married to, was almost half, half his age when they got together and he passed away. They had a great relationship. He had kind of conquered his inner demons at that point. It was a beautiful story. And the guy died at 50 years old. But he was an alpha male. He was like old school. He didn't take shit from nobody. He learned from Bruce Lee. He wanted Everything he did, he wanted to be the best. He wanted to learn martial arts because he wanted to defend himself because sometimes people would challenge him. He didn't, he didn't back down from anybody. So he learned from the best. I mean at the time, Bruce Lee was the best martial artist in the world. A man, so back to the quote. A man who is comfortable with himself, bold, decisive, who takes risks without fear or hesitation and who is lit up on the inside for his own reasons can easily make a woman feel safe and comfortable enough to cause her to willingly and enthusiastically submit to him sexually so he can have his way with her. So he says, hey, Corey, I'm 22 and I've read your book eight times by now. I'm a street musician and I live in my car. Dude, that is fucking awesome. That, that, that's fucking cool. That takes a lot of fucking balls to do that. And what's interesting is you playing on the street, you're being a leader. You're taking a lot. I mean it takes a lot of balls to go out there and just fucking plop a chair down, plop your guitar case down and you know whatever else you're taking with you and just start playing. It's a great way to get women to approach you first if that's what you do. That's why if you focus on being fucking awesome in your life and you do what makes you happy, you will, women will encounter you. Women that find that attractive, that dangerous masculinity attractive, they'll let you know that they're interested and that's exactly what this girl did. He says, one night I was playing with my guitar and there was one girl who really liked me. She filmed me with her iPhone while I was playing in the street and a big group of people were singing with me. So all these people are singing along. He's being a leader. He's just one dude living out of his car and he's obviously good enough where people were actually singing along with him. It takes a lot of balls. He's being a leader. What does the word lead mean? It means to go first. After I played, we chatted a little bit. She was with her friend and I talked – now listen to what he does. It's very strategic. He says, and I talked more with the other girl than with her because that somehow made her more envious and I did it on purpose. Because if the girl is really – especially the more beautiful she is and you're talking to the friend who's not as attractive, it's an ego thing especially for a beautiful woman. They're thinking, I'm hotter than her. Are you kidding me? Even though they're friends. It's like one of the things that Doc Love says. When kitty cats compete, you win. It's so true. And he used that to his advantage. She was a really beautiful girl and I knew that if I would have talked only with her, then maybe her beauty would affect me somehow. It's also important to talk and create – especially if you're talking to a group of women, to talk with everybody in the group. Because if you only talk to the one that you like and you ignore everybody else, 
Eventually, you're going to get clam slammed by her female friends. But if you engage all of them in conversation and you make them an ally and you ask them questions, things right out of how to win friends and influence people, and you get them all talking and opening up and you're just leading the conversation by asking questions, the ones that like you most will try to take over the conversation. They'll try to answer questions. They'll try to interject themselves. And it's really fun. And she would maybe notice that, but I kept my cool. So obviously he's young, he's inexperienced with women because he has, he has, I haven't gotten to that part of this, but he was actually a virgin. So he's thinking, you know what, I want to maintain my emotional self-control, so I'm going to talk to the girl that is not as attractive because it was just brilliant the way he approached it. Anyway, she asked for my Facebook and I asked if she could send these videos to me. When I finished my playing and started to walk away, they followed me and we started to talk again. I suggested that we go eat at a certain place. An instant date. Perfect. We had fun. All the time I knew that she would associate feeling good with me. So notice that he meets this random girl in the street because you don't have to wait to make a date several days in the future. He's just living his life. And he's, after he gets done playing, say, hey, you know what? I'm going to go grab a cup of coffee over here if you girls care to join me. Or I'm going to go grab some dinner if you all care to join me. That's the first date. Why wait? Go for what you want on the spot. That's why if you're out, you're out if you're out partying and you like to go to nightclubs and do stuff like that, I don't do those things anymore. I'm, you know, I'm 45. It's I had my fun doing those things, but if if you like doing those things, and you meet a group of people or a group of girls, you meet a girl and you eventually get her separated from the group because the two of you are really in the conversation. Hey, you know what? Let's go across the street and grab – I'm kind of hungry. Why don't we go grab something to eat? You go someplace that's a little quieter. Now you're like on a second date because the first date's at the club because it gives them the experience. The more places that you go in one night on a date, it gives them the experience like you're doing things together because most people, they go out on a date, they pick the girl up, they take her to dinner and then they take her home. But you go to two or three different venues, it's like you're having multiple dates. It makes it really easy for sex to happen. Because <clears throat> especially if she's going from place to place with you, like I said, it's like going on multiple dates all in one night. He said, we had fun and all the time I knew that she would associate feeling good with me. She's laughing and she's smiling. She's having a good time. There's no pressure. Of course, that she feels safe and comfortable with you. So she eventually can be alone with you till that you have your way with her. Remember, this guy lives out of his car. The next day, she reached out and sent those videos. She's already chasing you. He hasn't done nothing. He gave his Facebook information away and she contacted him. He didn't even need to get a phone number. I mean, he lives out of his car. And think about it. If this guy's playing in the street all the time, he's always meeting women. He can strategically go play someplace where there's lots of beautiful women. Maybe while chicks are on their way to a club and he's out playing, think about it. I thanked her and said, I'm busy and I've got to run even though I knew she wanted to chat. He says, yeah, I know. I should have made a date but my attitude was like, I don't care or she will call me. I live for myself and I answer to nobody. Besides, if you've got 10 different women that want to go out on dates with you and you already got you know, two or three dates lined up because this kind of thing happens all the time, 
think about it. If he's already got two or three women like this and he really doesn't need another one, think about that. That's a total abundance mindset. Remember, she's hot and she's used to all guys throwing their dicks at her and here is this guy who's a street musician and he's like, hey, thanks for the videos. Have a great night. Think about it. If he's if his dance card is already full and he really doesn't need another girl in his life, what do you think that's going to She's going to work even harder. Cuz he's cuz he's given off the perception the mind he's already successful with women. Most guys would be begging for her to spend time with him, but he's almost kind of like trying to get away. After days started to pass by, I so badly wanted to reach out, but I didn't. I knew that if I reached out, I would blow this opportunity. Because she's a beautiful girl and definitely wouldn't tolerate this weak beta male behavior. So he's definitely faking it until he makes it. Remember, he's a virgin. But he's acting like the guy that has more women than he knows what to do with. The last thing he needs is another chick in his life. Three days passed by and she reached out and basically asked me out on a date. She asked if I wanted to ride to another city to a music concert with her. And she also said that it was her birthday. She just met this guy and now already now she wants him to spend her birthday with her. What do you think her attraction level is? Pretty fucking high and it's going even higher pretty fucking quickly. Because this is the exact opposite of 99.9999% of the guys that she encounters. He's totally different. There's just something about him. We have chemistry. He's not doing anything. He's just living his life and she's doing all the chasing and pursuing. Pretty fucking easy. That's why if you do something and you interact with a lot of people customer service wise and you just give out your information, the ones that really like you, they'll get in touch. I was direct and decisive and I made a definite time and place I would pick her up. I didn't start to become her emotional tampon or gay male girlfriend on Facebook. I said I was busy, I've got to run, and I got off the phone. The phone is for setting dates. Again, this guy read the book eight times, so he got that concept. Dude, you're fucking awesome, man. You're doing great. On the day of the date, I picked her up, we went to the concert, and we had fun. It was as, as if we had many dates that evening because we went to so many different places. I was 90% of the time charming James Bond and 10% of the time, naughty little boy. I playfully teased her and we had a good time. <clears throat> At one nightclub, she was sitting on the other side of the table and we started to make eye contact, which lasted 10 minutes. She just silently watched me with laser eyes. He's probably sitting back, taking up too much space. He's got his legs spread back, sitting there like the king of his fucking kingdom, like he's sitting on his throne. He's got all these women in his harem. He's in no rush to do anything. She's probably leaning across the table, leaning in, trying to touch his arm. And I was a strong James Bond on the other side of the table with even stronger laser eyes. So he was communicating everything with his eyes and his body language. The desire was in his eyes, but he's not overly enthusiastic. He's in no rush. Because remember, he's acting like a guy that's already got four or five other women in his life. He's thinking, God, how I mean, I got these other great girls. How am I going to fit this one in? It's like, my life is already pretty fucking full. Fake it until you make it. He's got nothing else going on in his personal life, I assume. But he's acting like a guy who's got more chicks than he can fit into his schedule. There was no flinching and I didn't look away. 
I think it was her first test. Wasn't the first test, but it was definitely a test, bro. And you fucking passed it with flying colors because you read the book eight times. And for those of you who haven't read it, go to my website right now underneath the email sign-up box. Click on the Amazon link and go right to Amazon or the paperback. Download the Kindle version of any electronic device. Or underneath that, there is the button that will take you to the iBook store so you can get the iBook version. She looked down and sat beside me in a submissive way. And I said into her ear, you lost. And she smiled. I looked at her lips and she looked at mine right out of the fucking book, dude. And I went for the kiss. When a woman looks at your lips, that means she's thinking about kissing them. So if if a woman's looking at your lips, you're not going to get rejected when you kiss her unless she happens to be structured. She showed no resistance at all. Remember, just what Adam Carolla said. When a woman likes you, the doors start opening and all you have to do is walk through them. Dude, her doors are wide open and she's going, please come inside. Please come inside me. We kissed passionately more than 15 minutes and the club owner said that they were closing the club so we went to another club and started to kiss there. Sounds like fun. She literally sucked my tongue out. She made large strawberries into my neck. Sounds like you got some hickeys. And after a long kissing time, she said, you look too tired to drive home. In other words, you should just come with me and we'll stay together. Because I want you inside me. I said, we can rest in my car and drive home tomorrow. She agreed. So we were lying in my car and she was half naked and we kissed. She basically communicated that she didn't want to leave his side. She was very submissive, but we didn't have sex because I had no condom with me. Come on, man. Seriously. You're doing awesome. Right up until that point, it's like, you got to be prepared, dude. But he was probably inside going, I can't believe this is going so well and so easy. That's okay. You haven't had sex before. I'll give you a pass on that. But still, dude, she was ready. After we had basically hugged and kissed all night long, we drove back to our city. I brought her home and we had a long goodbye, kissed passionately, and she left. Again, the day started to pass by and I wanted to reach out, but I didn't. I just didn't do anything. Remember, if you got women blowing up your phone going, I miss you, I want to see you, and you got too many women in your life already, what are you going to do? You're going to act just like this guy is, even though he's still a virgin. She doesn't know that. <clears throat> Eight days passed by and she reached out. I think she saw that I wasn't one of those 97% weak guys and I was cool either way. He had to take her to leave a kind of attitude, totally indifferent. He enjoyed her. He was glad to hear from her. He was glad to see her. He was direct. He was decisive. He made a date. Boom. But he just didn't have a condom. He wasn't prepared. That was the only thing I, that I would have to bust his balls on. It was so weird because she reached out in the middle of the night asking if I was awake. I knew that if I answered instantly, she would know that I wanted her as badly as she wanted me. So I answered the next morning. Again, also something in the book because unless she's your girlfriend, if it's after 7, 8 o'clock at night, you wait and respond the next day around say 11, 12. And he says, hey, it's great to hear from you. I would like to see you. 
When are you free to get together? I think I've heard that somewhere. I think I might have read that in a book somewhere. You know what? I think I might have written that in a book some, somewhere. She said, whenever you are free. So in other words, my schedule's wide open, big boy. Name the place and I'll be there. I picked a day, made a definite date and got off the phone saying I'm busy and I've got to run. We went to a forest during the day. I made a fire and I was playing my guitar. Dude, that's something right out of a fucking movie. How much does it cost to go to a forest? Nothing. How much does it cost to start a fire? Well, you basically, you make fire with firewood. There's dead branches all around. I mean, you may have to pay a couple bucks to go to the campground, but fuck, dude. What a great date. It's probably unlike any date she's ever had in her life. Even if you never see this girl again, she will remember you for the rest of her life. Then it started to rain, so we went into my car. We started to watch a film on my laptop, and then I asked, do you still want to watch this boring film? Then I started to finger her, and again, she showed no resistance at all. Checking her oil, huh? Then I took her clothes off, and we had sex for three hours. Fucking A, dude. Three hours, your first time around? Why no premature ejaculation? Why don't you blow your wad right away once you get inside her? Hmm. It was like in the movie Titanic. She even mentioned that and said Titanic was one of her favorite movies. Women want to be in a love story. This guy's created a total love story for her. This fantasy's just totally developed in her head. I was surprised that I lasted so long. Now here's why he lasted so long. I think it's thanks to the technique that you suggested. If you've read the watched the video how men can have multiple orgasms, I teach you a technique. If you Google Corey Wayne how men can have multiple orgasms, if you follow that technique, you can masturbate with yourself and teach your dick how to stay hard even after you blow your wad. And when you do that over and over, I can just imagine this guy running a batch in his car to practice this stuff. But you don't have any fear. Even if you do blow your wad early, it doesn't matter because you're still going to stay hard. And this guy's young, 22. He's strong like bull. She was so wet, even her hair was all wet. That's how I lost my virginity. Dude, I'm fucking so proud of you. You, you fucking crushed it. I didn't tell her that she was my first sexual experience. She probably would have never believed you that it was your first sexual experience after fucking her brains out for three hours. She's probably never had sex for three hours. How men can have multiple orgasms. Never have to worry about performance anxiety again. In the morning, we had another long sex session. Oh boy, that sounds like what a bummer, huh? Afterwards, we went to eat and after that, I brought her home and we kissed again passionately. The next day, she reached out and I made a definite date for Monday night. I think something good will happen. I will almost guarantee it. The very important point I want to make for the guys out there is that the whole time, I let her do all the pursuing and reaching out and I gave her total freedom to come and go as she pleases, just like your book teaches. He fucking, he followed it perfectly textbook. You would get an A++. I'll give you an A+. I would give you an A++, but you didn't have the condom the first time around. But 
three-hour lovemaking. You know what? I'll go ahead and give you an A++. You, you still crushed it. You knocked it out of the park, dude. Every time we were together, it was her idea. Remember, if women are chasing and pursuing you, they ain't going to dump you. This guy doesn't even have her phone number. She did all the fucking pursuing. Facebook message and she meets this mysterious guy that plays guitar, that lives out her guitar and has crazy sex in the middle of the forest in his car. She's telling all her fucking girlfriends about this and they're going, oh, he's so sweet. Oh, I wish I could meet a guy like that. Because I hadn't pursued it all. I just made definite dates and got off the phone. Thank you, Corey. Without you, it would never have happened to me. Dude, that's fucking awesome. I'm proud of you. You fucking crushed it. Great job. And for those of you guys going, I don't have enough money. I don't have it. Look what this guy did. You can do a picnic. Hey, boo-boo. Let's get some Bud Lights in a picnic basket. I mean, figure it out, man. So if you'd like to get my help personally, the quickest way is to book a paid phone, Skype, or email coaching session. You can choose any of those options by going to my website, clicking the products tab at the top of your screen. And just follow the instructions for booking whichever option works best for you. And I will talk to you soon.